It's what the friends. Hi, welcome to What the Friends, the podcast where we watch every episode of Friends, starting with the finale and working our way backwards. I'm Ad, America's favorite I'm host. I'm Jack. I'm Jack. I'm Jack. <laughs> and I'm Allison. And we should say that we've never watched Friends before. We've never seen, except for these 25 Dad episodes. always forgets. Yeah, that's the... It's kind of if, the point. If you're a new listener, just joining us for the first time, uh, we're three 20-somethings who love TV. <laughs> Somehow we never managed to watch Friends, so we decided to uh, do it in reverse. Also, you should listen to episode one, and then the rest of them, before you start with episode 25, you fucking dumbass. (laughs) It's usually a lot friendlier than that. Way to alienate our our brand new listeners who are jumping in (laughs) in episode 25. Um, So yeah, we've never seen Friends before, and now we've seen some of it, and we have mediocre feelings about it. Uh, how's everybody doing? Okay. Tipsy. <laughs> Tipsy. Jack's drunk and I'm pretty darn cranky. <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode. It's gonna be a great episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy, it's already already <laughs> going to shit. <laughs> uh, let's just get into it. Let's yeah. try something new for this I era of What the Friends. Okay, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I just don't want to talk about Do you want to air your grievances or do you just no, not I'm want to move it. on? I'm not grievances. over it. I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Jack, do you have anything <laughs> random you want to talk about? <laughs> I think we should talk about Friends. Okay. Uh, so this was season nine, episode 17. Nine. <laughs> I was about to say 19. Season 9, episode 17 of Friends, it was called The One with Imagine the Memorial... Imagine if there were 19 seasons of this we had to watch. <laughs> the One with would, the Memorial Service. We would not have done this. <laughs> Did anybody come up with any alternative titles for it? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not getting a lot back on this episode, guys. <laughs> uh, You're not giving much either. <laughs> Who wants to uh, Who wants to summarize the episode? Grab a character. Tell us what happened to them. Allison, would you like to start? No. Okay. How about you, Jack? <laughs> okay. Uh, Phoebe has apparently broken up with Mike, and um, is itching to contact him, but enlists Monica to ensure that she does not contact him. This is ineffective, and Mike shows up at Phoebe's apartment. Uh, Monica attempts to continue to insinuate herself between them but then is swayed by Mike's persuasive uh, love speech and allows them to uh, engage in some oral contact. <laughs> gross. Gross. Thank you and gross. Allison? <laughs> um, Joey has a penguin whose name I can't recall. Bigsby. Hugsy. Hugsy. <laughs> I know. Uh, and Emma likes it or whatever, but apparently Joey can't sleep without it. So he spends the episode trying to get a penguin back from a baby. And every time he takes it, the baby cries. So he gets the baby a duplicate, but the baby knows it's a duplicate and the baby won't accept it. Okay. Uh, Chandler and Ross are about to, for some reason, there's a website for their, um, their college class. And so they're like updating their profiles 
on there and um Chandler and Joey type in some fake stuff about Ross and then it escalates with Ross and Chandler getting back at each other by typing in um more salacious things culminating with um Chandler being gay and Ross being dead um nobody seems to care that Ross is dead so they stage a memorial service for him and the only person who shows up is um some attractive woman that he had a crush on in college two people show up but one of them is there for Chandler that's right uh, the woman shows up, Ross comes out and says he's not dead. Chandler comes out and says he's not gay. And uh, and then the woman is upset that Ross lied. Duped. Yeah. So that was, but Chan, or Ross was happy because this girl had a crush on him. I hated this episode. Wait, we never talked so about. So bad. Who do we miss? Rachel. Rachel, nothing happened. She tries to get a penguin for a baby. A penguin. <laughs> this episode uh is for me the polar opposite of the the last episode we watched, episode 18 in season 9, where all the friends were together having a great time. There were just a bunch of disparate lame stories in this one. I thought that people were really funny in this one though. I thought oh, that really? Monica was super funny. Monica was funny. And I thought Chandler was fairly funny for the stupid thing that he was supposed to be doing. Yeah. But I just didn't care about the stories. I thought they were dumb. I thought you care more about dumb. the lottery. Yeah. It was more fun okay. than this. All right. Uh, Jackie didn't like this episode either? No. It was a pile of poop. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Same reasons that, I've, that we've discussed or, or different reasons? Well, I think I have a similar criticism as the lottery episode. There just weren't enough jokes. Uh, um, and it was kind of insulting that it was so horrible that Chandler was gay. Mm-hmm. Like, That's true, yeah. Yeah, pile of poop. <laughs> Big old pile of poop. Yeah. Yeah, there was another time when, some episode when uh, Phoebe proposed to Mike or something, and it was, like, socially unacceptable that she got booed at a hockey game because she proposed mm-hmm. to a man. Yeah, this show wasn't very progressive, was it? No. It's upsetting. They talk about sex with dinosaurs, though, so that's progressive. They do talk about sex with dinosaurs. That's true. Big step forward for dinosexuals. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's some areas where they're really ahead of the game and others where it's like the 1950s all over again. Mm -hmm. It's like like I'm watching Leave it to Beaver. Mm -hmm. But nobody's as cute. Leave it to Chandler. Leave it to Chandler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you think there's a has anybody produced some sort of spoof sitcom called leave it to chandler it's a mashup of leave it to beaver and, Ch- and friends i think we'd know about it <laughs> i think we should make a stage production because we love leave it to beaver we do that's yes we should write a broadway play called leave it to chandler uh, starring starring jerry mathers as the Chandler. <laughs> the Chandler. <laughs> he's super old, possibly dead. I can't remember. I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's, he's still dead. alive. Yeah. We saw him on something fairly recently. Yeah, he's doing fine. Uh, now it's time for a segment called uh, Another Show That We Want to Talk About, and it's Leave It to Beaver. I love Leave It to Beaver, guys. So do I. <laughs> Although, I tell you, I don't know how. What's her name? June? June. I don't know how she puts up with all that shit. Yeah, uh, Ward is just a sexist loser. Douche. Great hair, though. Great he does. He's, he's very clean cut. Uh, he's got a, a, a rigid jawline and a respectable haircut. My God, does he ever have a rigid jawline? <laughs> uh, Wally, cheese with that jaw. <laughs> I, think, I think Wally's a doofus. I like Wally. He's like so Wally. sweet. Well, gee. He's always he saying, well, gee. He, he takes care of the beaver really well. Well, gee, beaver. 
That's not how he talks. Well, gee, Beaver. That's not it. <laughs> Someone else want to try? Just keep gee, trying beef. voices until gee, you get beef. it. No, I can't do it either. <laughs> it's, like uh, so, it's somehow nasally, yet still very masculine. Yeah. Uh, early Leave it to Beaver, though, exponentially better than weird yes. puberty Beaver. You know who I hate is... Uh, Eddie? Eddie. You're supposed to hate Eddie, though. He's the original hated character. Uh, I hate Eddie. He's great. How about Lumpy? What are your feelings on Lumpy? Eh, take him or leave him. <laughs> It's funny how I like Lumpy's dad. I like, <laughs> yeah, me too, <laughs> Mr. Rutherford. I like how yes. Lumpy goes from literally being the bully to just being one of Wally's friends. That's how it works when you're a kid, though. Yeah, don't you think? I guess so. It's just an interesting evolution for the show to take. Like they didn't just set this character as the bully and keep him the bully. Like Eddie was like the skeezy jerk the whole time, but Lumpy went from like a bully. To like this just dopey friend of But Wally. that is totally realistic. I literally saw that at the indoor playground take place in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The little girl I babysit threw a ball. At it. The kid was a whiner, I have to say. She threw a ball, like one of those like ball room. What? No, ball. Ball pit balls. Ball pit balls at a kid's head from like five feet away. So it couldn't have hurt that bad. Yeah. And he like went screaming to his mother. So of course I like made her apologize yeah and then she pushed him and then it happened again and then the next thing i know they're like inseparable and they played together for the rest of the time and when we left she's like i have to say goodbye to my new friend i'm like the one you were beating on for the first half hour we were here (laughs) it happens yeah so your ward was the bully in this case what your ward was the bully yeah she was bullying she was bullying a little boy which frankly i kind of like to watch so it was very confusing that you used the term ward there jack what were you thinking that's why i said what I was like, that's the appropriate what? term what would you call it the baby city well i w- when we're talking about ward cleaver i wouldn't put the term ward in there it's weird uh, do you guys have Sorry a for my expansive vocabulary and my ginormous brain we both know you're smarter than us already what were your SAT scores in English, Jack? How about your GREs? Let's get those numbers out there. Oh, you mean my perfect reading score on the GRE? <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? The man's genius, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do you guys have a favorite episode of... Wait, can anyone remember their SAT scores? Because I can't. I can't. I have no idea. I don't either. Anybody have a favorite episode of Leave it to Beaver? I kind of like the one where they get a ba- they they mail order. They send away for a baby alligator. Yeah, the animal episodes are great. There's one where Beaver gets a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, the monkey episode's the best. It's classic. The classic episode. I like that you could send away for so many things. Oh, let's just, I know. Let's just send away. They're always sending away for, for goofy a stuff. live baby alligator. Yeah. I like the one also where... Uh, Beaver and his shitty little friend Larry smoke the coffee grounds out of that, <laughs> that pipe is a classic. that they get. That's a good one. Ward gets some pipe from, I think it's from Mr. Rutherford from, he traveled to Germany Yeah, or it's like ivory or something special. This ivory pipe and everybody opens it and they're like, huh, okay. And they just put it on this random shelf in their house and then Beaver and Larry smoke coffee grounds out of it like two or three times. <laughs> oh, and then they like, then Larry collects cigarette butts from a party his parents had and they smoke the cigarette butts out of the pipe. It's hilarious. Uh, that's funny. And Beaver gets sick. Okay, that's our segment where we just want to talk about a different TV show. Now it's time for a segment called Friendly Friends Asking Each Other Questions. It's the What the Friends Quiz. That was extra obnoxious this time. I was really channeling that character on one episode of Frasier. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first question. 
It's going to be for Jack this time. First question for Jack. Jack, first question is yours, and it's coming your way right now. What brand of tracksuit was Chandler wearing at the beginning of the episode? Oh, crap. It was gray. I know it was gray. I wrote down the brand of the basketball, but not the tracksuit. I don't know the brand of the basketball that gets you no that nets you no points in this quiz. Okay. Oh, because of basketball. <laughs> because of basketball. Oh. Would you like to take a stab at the brand of uh, tracksuit? I'm gonna go with Adidas. Nope. Allison, do you know? Nike. Nope. Jack, do you know? Uh, Nike. Allison, do you know? <laughs> Ooh, she has a look on her face like she can't think of any more athletic brands. <laughs> what existed back then? Um, Reebok. Uh, all good guesses, but all guesses are wrong. Puma. The answer is Puma. Puma. <laughs> also known as Puma. Allison, this uh, question's for you. Okay. Um, so we've talked before about these stupid uh, bohemian French-looking posters that everybody has. What does the one in Ross's hallway say? I do not know. Jack, do you know? I don't even Excelsior. know. Excelsior. Excelsior. Saul Ross's hallway. <laughs> that is the state motto of New York. Oh, really? What does it mean? It means forward. I have I to think. say, if I ever start a business selling seltzer, you better believe that that's what it's going to be called. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I could see myself doing that. I really love seltzer. <laughs> Jack, this question's for you. Artisanal seltzer? I would so be down for that. Is Every it, hipster would. Is it artesian, artisanal, excelsior, seltzer? Oh, my God. Now so you guys are levels. just getting ridiculous. Jack, question for you. What was on the Magna Doodle? A classic questions. A what the friends classic. It was a tooth and a toothbrush. Is that, can you tell me any more about it? Um, there was also an appointment time for the dentist. Yep. Three o'clock. Uh, can you tell me anything more about the tooth? It was had a smiley face. Yes, it was an anthropomorphic tooth. That was the answer I was looking for. Thank you. Allison, question for you. What number was on the sleeve of Chandler's New York sweatshirt? Four. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> Jack, do you know? 35. Oh, of course you know. It was 35. You know I was looking at my phone through the entire episode. I, right? I didn't. Uh, Jack, so this question's for you. How many Americans do blimps kill every year? One. Ooh, I don't know if I can give that to you. Allison, do you have a better answer? Over one American. That's right. Point for Allison. Oh, man. Hey, Allison, this question's for you. What was on the back of Joey's bedroom door? A poster. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> or is that just a guess? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't watching. Because <laughs> there might be one lower down that maybe you saw that. A I people. Nope. A mirror. Jack, An image of know? a cat. A dartboard. A dartboard. An image of a cat that's not a poster. Just an image of a cat. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't usually happen. <laughs> Jack, is this your question? Yes, it is. What brand of water was Fuibi drinking when she was in her apartment? Aquafina. Aquafina, that's right. Allison, this question's for you, and it is the last question. What's Phoebe's apartment number? Seven. Nope. Jack, do you know? Sixteen. <laughs> That's right. Congratulations, Jack. You're the winner of the quiz. Oh, we forgot to do the wardrobe section before the quiz. Were there any nipples in this episode? I didn't see any. I didn't see any. I didn't either. Another double point quiz win for Jack. Congratulations, Jack. Sorry, Allison. Eh. 
I didn't deserve it. Is this the it. part where we talk about the wardrobe, though? Yeah, we can move on to the section where we talk about the... This is the wardrobe segment. Let's talk about wardrobe things. I know it, We Jack, didn't do Jack, lines, either. Jack, I know. It's all out of order. But, Jack, first answer the question, yes or no, do you have a wardrobe comment? Yes. Can I guess what it is? Yes. Is it Phoebe's shirt that has a poodle on it? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, I missed that altogether. <laughs> a little, a a little pink poodle. It was just like a, a brownish shirt, and then up in the sort of above her heart, it had this like uh, patch sort of that was uh-huh. like a white poodle outlined in red. Super cool. Sounds cute. Yeah, it was really nice. Do you have any other comments, Jack? No, I just like the poodle. Okay, good. Me too. Allison? That reminds me of you guys' mom. Yeah, it looks like something your mom might wear. Yeah. Listeners may remember our mom from episode something where she was on our show. <laughs> episode 13. <laughs> was it? Yes, I was gonna guess sixteen. So I know all my what the friends trivia. We should have a quiz about our show. Okay, at the end of every season from now on, we'll have a quiz about what the friends. (laughs) (laughs) That means you're gonna have to listen to all the episodes and come up with quiz questions. Yeah, I already have to listen to all the episodes to keep track of who's winning the quiz from episode to episode. So, uh, sorry, I had a dream. Oh, do you have any (gasps) wardrobe comments first? No. Okay. Now it's time for a segment where we interpret dreams. Allison, tell us about your dream. So I was going to the dentist. It was a new dentist. Ooh. Oh yeah. And his house was like out, it was like on the edge of a small village. <laughs> Why does it matter where his house is? Because it's part of the dream. Okay. <laughs> you going lot. to his house? I There's, mean, gen- yes. Generally, I don't know where my dentist lives. <laughs> Will you let me finish, please? <laughs> it's all, I'm just trying to ask probing questions so I can, can interpret. You hold, hold all questions. <laughs> okay. What about applause? You can clap whenever you want. Okay. If you think I'm doing a good job. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> so I, I was going to my dentist's house, and his office was like a room at the back of his house, which... It was in, like, a small village, so that's feasible to me that you would have your practice, like, in your home, you know, like, Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. a back room, right? So it was like, I went in the evening, and it felt very romantic. (laughs) 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 So he, like, showed me around his house, and he was like, like, we were, like, talking about the pictures that were on his wall. He introduced me to his pets. He brought his pets down from upstairs, and we talked about each of his pets. Um... And well, before we started, he's like, do you want a cup of tea? I'm like, yeah, I do. So he like went into the kitchen, which is next to the practice room and made me a cup of tea. Um, and he was kind of like, kind of like silver foxish. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. the vibe I was getting. Mm-hmm. Like he was Anderson like, Cooper. Yeah. He was like and- Anderson Coopery meets comforting dentist. Uh, and that was pretty much the dream. I don't think we ever actually got around to dentistry before mm. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. I know. So, t- generally, teeth dreams are about money. Do you think that dentist dreams are also about money? Because it's loosely I don't, connected. I mean, to I wasn't teeth? really even thinking about my teeth. That was like the yeah. f- not even the focus. I don't know. Huh. Hmm. Did you feel like you were in England? It was very villagey. It could have been. It could have been. Wasn't necessarily British. No, no, but it it was. It felt very much like like a small English village. Huh. Well. I mean, not to air your dirty laundry, but you did go to the doctor recently. So you do, I mean, that's something in your life that yeah. could have contributed to this sort of clinical type visit. But it wasn't, the po- it wasn't clinical. Like, that's what was so weird about it. Like, I felt like. Did you have any thoughts when you were in, in meat space, actually, at the doctor? Did you happen to think, I really like this doctor. Are these people really personable or anything like that? It, no, or I, the opposite of that. No, I didn't think. I didn't even think about him being my dentist. I was just like, oh, this guy's friendly, and I'm kind of into him, mm-hmm. even though he's. 
Oh, I meant, I meant in reality when you're at the doctor. Oh yeah, my my doctor's lovely. So maybe she's your doctor too. You know her. I know. So the fact... I think I know what this dream means okay. actually. <gasps> okay, let's hear it. I think it means you're going to get a promotion. Why? So the kindly old doctor is your boss. The pets are your new subordinates. <laughs> and you're going to use the power of your mouth, i.e. your teeth, to lead them because your boss is going to fix you up. He's going to make you better <laughs> and make you powerful like over your subordinates. <laughs> Allison, is it possible for you to be promoted to any other position at your place of work? No. But I like... <laughs> no I mean, other I positions would, exist. <laughs> no. I would accept a raise. Yeah, maybe that's what it means. Yeah, it's there like, okay, so... Generally, people have. I should check dreams. my pay stub. Maybe I got a raise. That would be creepy. People have dreams about their teeth falling out when they're worried about money. This yeah. was a very positive tooth-oriented dream, which means the opposite. So you're not worried about money, so you're getting no, more money. I'm kind of worried about money. There's a lot on my credit card right now. <laughs> you should be worried about that too. <laughs> oh, listeners, this is the the first time learning of this. Well, no, I told <laughs> you that I had to go to the doctor and I forgot my health savings account card, so I had to pay on my credit card because I didn't know how much money I had on my debit card because right. I forgot to take that. Sure. And then I had to do the same thing for my prescription. It's just an earache, folks. There's no need to get worried. <laughs> I just have a little ear infection. She's not pregnant. I know you're all thinking it. Why would they be thinking that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, it's just a little ear infection. I'll be fine. My pills are beautiful. They're half they purple, are. half blue. They say lupin on them. They say lupin lupin on one side. <laughs> so Ad thought maybe they were a werewolf pill. Yeah. Isn't that also um, rabbits? Lupin? I don't know. Isn't lupin rabbit? It's not. I think it's wolves. I'll just I just thought it was wolves, but I don't know. Talk I don't yourself. know what rabbits would be. Well, we have some soap at work that has a rabbit on it, and it's called Lupin something. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm mainly going for Harry Potter, where there was a guy named Lupin. Oh, well, that's all factual, so you're probably right. He's a werewolf, but the name, the loop, loop the, that, that root word has something to do with wolves, I think. Well, I'm looking into it now. Okay. Allison, are you satisfied with that interpretation of your dream? I like it. I mean... I think that Jack interpreted it. I think he interpreted the hell out of it. Yeah, I'm impressed, actually, with your interpretation. Guys, I'm sorry that I messed up the format of this episode so I severely. I love it. No, I, it's good. We should mix it up more. Okay. But it's kind of... I, I guess so. I, I mean, I guess it is good to do the quiz early, because we don't run the risk of then talking about the quiz questions before the quiz. Anybody have any lines they wrote down from this episode? I wrote down one. Yeah. It was Ross again. I don't like Ross as a character, but I seem to like his lines for some reason. Yeah. Um, but it's when he, he was at the memorial service hiding in the closet or whatever. And uh, the the first guest shows up and Ross says, I don't remember him. Then again, I touched so many lives. <laughs> the only one that I remember, and I don't, it was totally Monica's delivery. And I don't even remember exactly what she said, but she was between Phoebe and Mike on the couch um, trying to like keep them separate and uh, Mike turned towards Phoebe uh, to ask her like how she's been but like Monica answered so he was like how have you been and Monica's like I've been pretty good I wrote that one down too it was her delivery <laughs> she's that... like I've been pretty good yeah just the way she said it was perfect and we didn't do it justice uh yeah Allison any other lines um uh Oh, 
the so when the guy showed up to Ross's memorial, who was actually there because he thought that Chandler was gay, which is fine if he is. Um, he thought Monica was like, no, he's with me. And then he thought Monica was a man dressed as a woman. So then, okay, so that was the joke, right? So then later, um, someone else comes in and Monica says something and Chandler's like, don't listen to him. He's in a really bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really bad telling. If anybody no, wants to tell it better, funny, go ahead. Um, so there are two other things that I wanted to talk about from this episode. One is that uh, Phil from Better Off Ted was featured in it as Manny, Mike's friend. Oh, 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 oh! I didn't even recognize him. The scientist. Yeah, I don't remember the actor's name. Um, that's a great show. I wish we could talk about all that. I don't know what the friends. Better Off Ted is great. Do you know what year it was on? Later than two thousand four. Yeah, but go watch Better Off Ted. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Uh, one of my favorite shows. It should have continued. Maybe it's good that it was only two seasons. It didn't have time to get bad like Friends. Um, yeah, but he was great. Also, Chandler... Uh, I, I don't even remember what was happening, but Chandler was talking about how he... No, Chandler was talking about how Ross broke up with Carol because... Um, so Ross said that they broke up because they had different interests. And then Chandler was like, don't you actually mean similar interests? As though they were both in love with the same person outside of their relationship or something? Anybody else catch yeah. that? Yeah. That joke made no sense to us. Yeah. Maybe it will in the future. Yeah, so do you, do you guys think that Ross was involved with somebody named Carol, who is presumably the father of his son that we never hear about the father of his son <laughs> well <laughs> the mother of his son that we never hear about <laughs> i think that would be my guess that's yeah sort of what was implied and then she and ross were both in love with some other woman oh uh, never mind guys it's the bunny i figured it out okay it was lapin not oh, lupin lapin. Uh, like phyllis lapin yes yes just like that <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Phyllis Vance? Phyllis Lappin Vance. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. refrigeration. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> so what do you do, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was that's that's what I thought was interesting in this show. So I'm excited to see what the deal is with Carol. I hope we see Carol at some point. Well, I'm sure we will. I'm sure it's like. Surely that was part of this ep- the uh, part of this series was his relationship and birth of his son. I'm sure it was, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> okay. I have some things to say. Allison, what would you like I've to say? I've consulted my notes, and I have a few things I'd like to address. Okay. A, I find it hard to believe that Joey was able to go out and, within a matter of hours, find a replacement for a very specific-looking stuffed animal that I assume he's had for years. Right. That's Sec- true. Secondly, I don't think you're supposed to put like an infant in a bed with a stuffed animal that is twice the size of the infant for fear of suffocation. Yeah. So that was bad. Huh. You're saying Rachel is a bad mother. Yeah. I'm learning a lot of things about what you're not supposed to do with babies. You're not supposed to give them blankets anymore. You're supposed to have them like wrapped up in little sleep sacks. 
so that they stay warm, but so that they can't like accidentally roll over and suffocate themselves on their blanket. Hmm. So that's new. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I have another criticism of this episode. What? So Ross posted about the memorial service for himself from his own account. Oh, good point. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, did he though? How do we know that he did? Well, did he have Chandler's password? Mm, interesting point. Yeah, I guess he didn't, because at the same time he also sent out his Photoshop picture of Chandler, right? Exactly. Which he was presumably working on on his own account. Well, I mean, yeah, it could have been signed Chandler, but then people would be like, "Why didn't Chandler just send this from his own account?" Maybe that's why nobody showed up because they knew that Ross was a lying weirdo. That was probably it. Anything else to say about this episode? I'm glad it's over. Me too. <laughs> Let us never speak of it again. <laughs> now it's time for a segment called Friends of Friends, where we talk about another TV show that was airing during the season of Friends. Oh, I forgot we didn't do that. I forgot that the beaver wasn't it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I honestly, I didn't look through my notes. I'm not sure if we've done this before on Friends of Friends. So if we did, then the beaver will be... Then um, the beaver shall suffice. Yes, exactly. So it's Peep Show. Have we talked about Peep Show? I don't think we have. We should have done. Yeah, I don't think we've talked about Peep Show. So Peep Show is a British TV show. It was on from 2003 to 2007. But I think there's supposed to be a new season this yeah. year. Or yeah, was man. a new season or something. Yeah, man. Um, and it, it follows these two guys who live together. They're friends, I guess. They kind of hate each other a lot of the time. No, though. they're friends. They're friends. Um, and it's sort of... The, the peep show aspect of it is that you like see the cameras from their vantage point a lot. So if they're like in conversation with each other, the You're camera will right flip, back yeah. <laughs> flip back and forth. Flip back and forth. It flips back and forth. Flip back and forth between looking at their two faces. Um, and one of them is sort of a... Uh, uh, I'd help you, but I don't know which one you're trying to describe. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. One of them pick is one. like very like straight laced. Yeah, works some job that. Do we even know what he does? Just works in like an office. Yeah, I don't know what he something. does, but he's very like. Yeah, he's like, he's straight. He's just a, a guy who sort of hates working in an office, but will always work in an office. Well, yeah, and he's very like everything. He tries to be like, like proper and polite and do things the way they're done. Except he's just horribly awkward. Mm-hmm. And the other, how would you describe him? I would describe him like a dude who's like he acts like like he's like a freshman in college, but he's not. Yeah, he's so he's not employed, is he, for most of the show? I don't think, I don't so. think so. But he's, he's like a lot of video games. He makes like electronic music, and so he's trying to hit it big with that. Smokes a lot of weed. Um, and the show is just about their antics. Their love, their love, yeah, life, their love. or lack thereof. Yeah, it's really funny. It's it's very awkward. It's not like a laugh track style sitcom. It's just a uh, an awkward. Jack, have you watched it? I've seen the first episode. What did oh, you it was think? sold to me. It was sold to me as better than The Office. Oh, oh it's that's not, not even true. comparable to The Office. It's, it's totally, totally different. different. Who said that? Did we say that? No. No. Okay. Is a friend of mine from college. That's crazy. I can understand not friends with them anymore. how you have a skewed, <laughs> a skewed perception of yeah. Peep Show based on that recommendation. Because you were lied to. It's I'm not sorry better that... than The Office? 
I'm sorry well, that happened to you. It's apples and oranges, I think. I think it's a completely different type of show than The Office. It's like comparing The Office and The Bachelor. The Office is one of my favorite shows of all time. And so is Peep Show. So but is they're, The Bachelor. They're so different. I don't think The Bachelor's <laughs> made it on that list yet. <laughs> oh, but it will. By the time we hit the end of the season and we, we decide, we see who Ben Higgins chooses. Oh, man. Who doggies. Who boy. Hope he chooses me. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to listen to a podcast about The Bachelor, go yeah. listen to Rose Buddies. Yeah, that's funny. We're not going to talk about it here because they've got they, the they market corner. And they do it better. Uh, Peep Show is great. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. I love it. It's fantastic. It's not necessarily better than The Office. It's very different. There, there but if you like The Office, I think you would like it. Yeah, but there aren't, there aren't really jokes in Peep Show. No, you more just laugh out office, of discomfort. Really. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Friends of Friends. Anything Since else? Since somebody brought up The Office. Yeah, okay. What do you guys think about American versus British Office? Um, I, I never. I don't know if I ever watched British Office. Yeah, I've seen the first like few episodes of the British Office. Maybe it's more like times. the British Office. Maybe. I think I've seen the whole British Office series once through. Really? Um, when did you do that? I don't know. Sometime in college or something. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I like the American Office better. Jack, what do you think? I'm torn because I recognize that the British Office is very good and very important from a TV history standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some very good episodes of it. But I think on the whole, I do enjoy the American Office better. Um, but I don't know if that just marks me as an idiot, somebody who as an American, <laughs> right? As somebody who was raised in American sitcoms and who can recognize their tropes and appreciate their their what they're selling more right. than the British Office. So I don't know. But I, I yeah. have not decided. I, I agree that it's it's a hard decision to make because the British office is objectively great, but when it comes down to it, what I'm going to watch eight times all the way through is the American office. Right, exactly. And I'm pretty sure I've watched the whole series something like eight times all the way through. Because I love it, except I don't really like the later seasons at all. They're pretty <laughs> terrible, in fact. Pretty but... watches them anyway. I always do. Every time I watch it, I'm like, I'm going to stop watching when Michael leaves. But then I never do. I just keep watching. But everything up until Michael leaves is great. I love it. Okay. That's all I have. Me too. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to What the Friends. You can follow us on Twitter at Reverse Friends. You can find us on Facebook, What the Friends Cast. If you have a question or comment or dream you'd like us to interpret, much like we just professionally interpret Allison's dream, send us an email, whatthefriendscast at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. And feel free to rate and subscribe on iTunes and tell all your friends about What the Friends. It's friends for friends, telling friends about friends who watch Friends and talk about friends with friends. Thanks for listening. Exactly. Bye. Bye.